What is the conservative premise? That uh, man is flawed from, uh, from day one. And that uh, y- y- there are no solutions, there are only trade-offs. And whatever you do to deal with one of man's flaws, it creates another problem. But that you try to get the best trade-off you can get, and that's all you can hope for. Uh, I've often said uh, there, there are three questions that I think would destroy most of the arguments on the left. And the first is, uh, compared to what? The second is, at what cost? And the third is, what hard evidence do you have? Now, there are very few ideas on the left that can pass all three of those kinds of things. Can conservative ideas pass those? Yes, I think so, because they, they, they don't assume that there, that there is a solution out there. Uh, you know, Adam Smith didn't believe that, the, that, the, that the, the, either the government or the market could solve all problems, that you have to be able to simply tolerate certain things. I feel bad for the guy. He didn't even really have to be president. He had a lot of money, he had a great life, and he decided to run. He won, he got in, they took him down. And now they're trying to nickel and dime him for a private agreement he made with a woman, what, eight years ago? It has nothing to do with politics, wasn't paid with through campaign funds. This is a disgrace. And I think it takes about a week to get the logistics in, so he'll come up and he will get fingerprinted. And they'll get a mugshot. And then they'll plaster that mugshot all over the country for the next two years and run against a criminal. And that's what this is all about. What are your thoughts on 2024? Do you want him to win again? I feel bad for the guy. He didn't even really have to be president. He had a lot of money. They are misgendering and dead naming the murderer, right? They are referring to the murderer by their given name, not their chosen name, referring to her as a woman, as opposed to what her identity apparently was, was a man. This person murdered six people. I don't really care who you say you are. You murdered six people and three of them were children. You don't get a say in telling us who you are and what you're about. You killed six people. I'm a parent. If I don't want my child giving lap dances at school by a drag queen, I don't want it done. Do you think the state should have the right to I'm interfere? talking about as a parent. Well, I am a parent. I mean, Forget the state. I'm a parent. Lap dances. This is my child. I'm not I will sh- make a decision I'm about what sh- happens with my child. I'm not sure lap dances. <laughs> It's happening. Don't you see it? There are drag queens that are doing pole dances. There are drag queens that are... In school? Are, it, you, you... What? Bill, you gotta read more. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. So the uh, lieutenant governor of Minnesota has said that when our children tell us who they are, it is our job as grown-ups to listen and believe them because that's what good parents do. Okay, uh, Peggy, is it? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever raised small children, or perhaps you're just confused on why they never come back to visit after they told you they were a mermaid and you threw them in the ocean to be supportive. But uh, our job as parents is to help kids distinguish between fantasy and reality so they can grow up to be well-adjusted adults. But thank you for explaining your approach. I'll make sure to apply that if I ever want to raise confused brats with no concept of objective reality or consequences. Cook. African-Americans built this nation. You built this thing. You know, you're just starting to get real credit for that. Okay, I don't know if you know that. You're just starting to get, you built the nation. We all built it. But you were such a massive part of it. Bigger than you were given credit for. Does that make sense? Right? You never heard that on the news, huh? This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Thank you.
Judah, <clears throat> let me clear my throat, man. Smoking this joint. Close the sunroof. 70 fucking degrees, guys. But Jersey Judah back with another edition, another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. All right. <laughs> it's another morning for me right now close to noon it's uh 11 10 a.m i'm going to do this episode i'm going to upload it this time i will upload the episode this time because i plan on doing something shorter but still an episode later on all right i'm glad this is going to be a short work week for me. I am glad for that. Um, but yeah, on this episode, we're going to be going over uh, Jesse Lee Peterson and uh, Jesse Lee Peterson's highlights from one of his debates with Cynthia G, a uh, woman, a pro-black woman. That's going to be entertaining. And we also have Please Act Right. And that video is called Do Women Think Logically? All right. Later on today, we will have Patrice O'Neill 
talk about the uncoolness of women. And we have Modern Women Archives reviews with Women Can't Find a Man Because She Has Nothing to Offer, part 68. All right. Isn't that amazing? Woke up this morning, full full eight hours of sleep, saying to myself, what am I going to talk about today? You know what I'm saying? What am I going to talk about today? And I don't waste too much time. I usually spend 30 minutes to an hour to gather um, videos, fair use, um, gather articles, things like that. I try to not take longer than 30 minutes to come up with an idea for an episode. But um, I already had this Jesse Lee Peterson video for about two days now. And I was supposed to mention it yesterday or last night. But instead, yesterday, I ended up doing a morning episode, forgot to upload it. Then did the afternoon episode, realizing that I didn't upload what I did earlier and just incorporated the things that I talked about earlier. So I'm left with Jesse Lee Peterson. Okay. Shout out to JLP, Jesse Lee Peterson, the falling state bond brotherhood, uh, what was it? Brotherhood organization of a new destiny. All right. But we're going to get into that. That's going to be entertaining. We're just going to start off with that, actually. How about that? We'll just start off. Got this under AM show. All right, let's get it. Black power! (laughs) Black power! I'm Skyping with Cynthia G. (laughs) Cynthia, um, I get the impression that you are an angry... Uh, nasty woman. Here we go, man. Here we go. Why am I well, getting Jesse, that? You, Why you am get I, a lot you're of like, false like impressions. Like but I would a, like to re- take a minute on. to respond to, I will, to what hold you on. said before we went hold to break. Hold on. Let me, hold on. Hold on. You, you said hold that, on. that black hold anger on. Hold is, on. is why. Put on. Yeah, shut it down. Shut it um, down. Shut it down. I'm dead. Yo, this clip is hilarious because she's muted. She has no idea that she's muted and she's still talking, saying nothing. The audience can't hear it. They can just see her talking. It's an angry, nasty woman. And it's these type of black women who are raising black boys and girls that are becoming just like them and they black this on white people and until we can change that situation things are not going to get better and all angry people feel like victims and they blame someone else for that and if we don't deal Cynthia, with what's happening in the home with these mothers destroying the souls of their children and then the race hustlers using them for their own personal gain. How would black people ever get better? Well, first I would like for you to ask why are white answer, why are white people committing so many crimes and they have two parent homes, they have wealth, they have opportunities, um, job opportunities, they have economics, they still commit the most crimes. So this is why I don't buy into your fatherless home narrative, because you have a community of white people who have fathers in their homes. And they're still being domestic terrorists. They're still being racial terrorists. They're still committing the most rapes and violent crimes. So joke? I would like to know why are they doing that when they have fathers in the home? This sounds like a joke. Are you playing a trick on me right now? Are you being real? Or are you? I, I'm giving you facts, Jesse, and you don't have to like them, but they're still facts. Why did um, feel from that by show? Uh, refer you to us? Did he that? Did he think that you were gonna make sense or something? What was the reason? You, you, would, you would have to <laughs> ask Phil about his decisions and referrals, Jesse. 
Um, but but I do notice that you are deflecting, which is interesting. I, I would have I would have expected the trolling to come from your callers, not I'm from trolling. you. Because How when you, you resort to petty name calling, trolling. and then making statements that bear no importance on the topic, that just means you're trolling. So when you trolling, don't why trolling? Um, she's the woman for those who don't know, Cynthia G. Um, the female pro-black um she's known for calling men dusty beta male coons uh uh, no a lot of the the blacks she's known for calling a lot of the blacks dusty beta male coons that's her claim to fame that's what she's known for for calling men dusty beta male coons keep that in mind I'm starting to believe, Jesse, that you're the one who have nothing to say because you've reduced yourself to a troll. When you call me a white troll. supremacy, was yes, that petty are. name calling? Was that petty name calling? Yes. No, it, it wasn't. Uh, it was making, it was giving you an analysis on your rhetoric, my analysis uh, on your rhetoric. Amazing. And, and, it, and it's amazing. in alignment with white supremacy. <laughs> amazing. But you still haven't answered my question that I would like for you to question well, because we're any... talking about the impact of fathers being out of the home. And we know that white people have the, the community with the highest rate of fathers in the home. So why are they committing so many crimes? And why are they? Why do they have a drug epidemic right now that, that can't even be stopped at this point? Why are they the biggest mass shooters? Why are they the biggest pedophiles? You know, all these, you know, everything that she's actually saying could be connected to single motherhood of all races in this country. Does she realize that? The drug addicts, the rapists, the criminals um, usually come from single mother households. And of course, not all. Of course. But it's very interesting, right? Because it's not just blacks that's going through it. It's whites that's going through it, especially the drug problem, the opioid problem. If you could connect the dots here, you would probably have a lot of cases of drug addicts who grew up in a single parent household. Come to time. Hold on. I got it. So much I have it. Come down. I come down. Um, <laughs> so no, I'm, I'm just, um, I'm just in, looking to get my question. In answered. any culture, you're going to have good and evil because the battle is a spiritual battle. It's a warfare between good and evil. There you go. So in all cultures, you're going to find that. But because, but that's, you know, because that's black, almost exclusive, some of these things are almost Cynthia, exclusive to the hold white on. community. That's not true. I hold agree on. that there's good and bad in everything, that's but what I'm man. talking Put about hey, is really older. prevalent in other cultures. Um, uh, uh, you're going to find good and evil in all cultures, but in the black community, it's out of control because you have 73%. You have 73% of black children born out of wedlock. And there's no sense of trying to correct that. So you see it more in the black community. Uh, when I call you a, 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 a dirty, I mean, a nasty woman, was that assessment with anger? Was that assessment? No, it was, was a that an assessment? Trolling. Trolling. She loves the word trolling. I don't know why. Trolling. Get into an emotional state so you can try well, to too late for that. That's what that <laughs> Let me go to some calls real fast. We run out of time here. We're going to have to have you back because of sure. uh, the problem we had with the Skype. Let me go to Tony out of Chelsea, Michigan. Tony, good morning, sir. You're always sending in G. <laughs> hey, how are you doing, Jeff? All is well. Thanks for t- uh, calling. Every, every, like a few callers ago, when you had the last person on, and a few callers ago, and the uh, young man said, well, somebody's eyes are going to be opened up. Somebody's eyes are going to be opened up from listening to uh, her right here. The, the funniest part about her was when you put her on hold, how she was still going on. There you I go. Mean, <laughs> you got, y'all got to see the video. She was still talking. Jesse Lee Peterson muted this hoe, and she was still rambling. Incredible. Amazing. Well, it was almost comical. And um, they will understand when you talk about white supremacy, I'm from an area of Detroit. Detroit's been run by black people totally for over 40 years. And look where it's at. Just just take one quick look. Buffalo, look at Cincinnati. 
these are politicians, black politicians that are, that are running these cities. And they Democrats into the ground. And I'm not saying anything. You don't have to not to have nothing to do with black or white, whatever. But that's what I see, and that's and that's what. Showing here, and Cynthia, know. how do you respond to that? Who fought into that? Atlanta, Detroit, Gary, Indiana, Chicago, anywhere that blacks are in control is all held. Democratic blacks. I want to, we got to specify this. Democratic blacks. Hey. Well, well, black people aren't controlling any particular state. So that's what we where we disagree, because black people don't control those. But when you do have areas where there aren't any economic opportunities, where they've stripped the jobs from them and closed down schools, that's going to be a breeding ground for crime. But what we do know is that white people have these opportunities. They have the education. They have the wealth. They have the job opportunities. But they still commit more crime. So why is it that there's so much crime in the white community under white people's control despite <laughs> their benefits and resources? You're saying things that are not true. What's wrong right, with I, I don't, they, I've they never, actually I've never, are true, Jesse. They're true and according to the FBI data. So are you saying that the FBI data that says that white people commit the most crimes, are you saying that the FBI data is incorrect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, and, and, and so where are you getting your yeah. information for from and how do you how, how do you validate your information and your talking point because my why would someone who considers himself just think about it why would someone who considers himself pro-black go buy a fbi document i mean really really think about these things why would she, a pro-black, take a FBI document series? Come from the FBI data. Yours come from your opinion, and that's that's the difference between me and you. I, hey, I Jeff, have a good day, man. Thank you. You're too, Tony. Thanks for your call. Back in a moment, folks. Let me just put out there for the record, there are more white folks in this country, and... Um, uh, so you're going to have more white people doing some things. But for the number of not blacks, hold on, Cynthia, hold on. Turn the mic, turn the mic. But for the number of black folks in this, in this country, disproportionately. He went back to mutiner. Oh, my God. He just went back to mutiner, guys. She's still talking. They are committing more Nobody violent crimes. Her and other issues in our country. So we need to deal with that. I'm talking to Cynthia. I'm going to have her back because we were supposed to have her on the top of the hour, but there are problems with the Skype thing. So we're going to have her back. She's still, oh my God. Dirty woman. Um, So let's go to Realist out of Lakeland, Florida. Realist, you're always Cynthia. Go ahead. Yeah, just, just for time, I'm going to sum it up like this. It's called demagoguery. And for the, the low information of voters who are ignorant of stats and, and that kind of stuff, if they don't know and they listen to these people that quote-unquote supposedly are so intelligent and use intelligent words, it's got to be the most comical thing. And if my heart goes out to the people who are actually listening to this garbage. It's almost comical. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Rennes. I appreciate it. Uh, Cynthia, we, um, I'm giving you the last word on this. We're running out of time. We're going to have you back so we can start off at the top of the hour and have more time with you. Oh, Everybody and their mama want to talk to you, so I want to give them a chance by having you back. Will you come back? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> how do you see black men? I see black men as a product of white supremacy. Oh, That's, I, I see them as a product of white supremacy. How <clears throat> how is any black man going to agree and like really go along with that? Or how long will it be until black men live beyond that point of looking at white men as their oppressors? I'm just curious. And for a woman it's like if somebody asked me, what do I think about black women? And I say they're um, fragile victims of their own circumstances. They're victims of their own circumstances. 
they become their own oppressors. If I were to say some stupid shit like that, even though there's some logic into that, there's no logic in a black man being a product of white supremacy. That's stupid. Supremacy. They're in an inordinate circumstance, and they're having to deal with white supremacy, which has a very detrimental effect psychologically on anyone. So that's what I think, and I think you're also a perfect example of that as well, Jesse. Why do black people see white people as smarter and strong, especially black men? The blacks. Uh, Why do they see them as being better than they are? Why do black people see white, such as yourself? Why do you guys? Why do you people see you white people, people as being smarter and better? <laughs> yeah, this nigga. Oh man, this nigga. He is a troll, man. But he's a he's he's a good troll. He's a great troll, man. We do a little trolling. It's called we do a little trolling. He's a great troll, man. Great troll. Like when he talks about like you know BLM and shit, he'll call them. He'll consider them you people, and that shit really irks them, man. Because they get triggered. They say, man, nigga, you black. You black, nigga. Nigga, you darker than me. You black. And it and becomes that back and forth. It's funny. It's entertaining. And you are. Because I don't see it that way. Why do you see it that way? Well, Jesse, you can't include me in that because I don't believe that white people are smarter and better well, you than do. you. You said it a thousand times today. No, I didn't. I yes, didn't. Did. They have a attitude of white supremacy. I never said that was valid. So I'm. I'm you can't put words in my mouth. I don't believe but, that they're smarter than anyone. But you do. You have to for to. You know how dumb all this sounds. To say that black men are products of white supremacy and then say that white supremacists have no power, it would make us absolutely powerless. To know that something that doesn't have power, as she just said, could own us and we would be the product of such white supremacy. Make it make sense. You can't. Any people who follow this bullshit. They had so many times, everything has something to do with white supremacists, according to you. It, it does. It all goes uh-huh. back to white supremacy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I personally think they're supreme or intelligent. I don't. And if you've looked at my content, you would actually see that Thank I don't you. believe that they're smart at Thank all. You. I think Thanks they're diabolical. Thanks for coming on. We'll have you back, all right? Of a new destiny. Views expressed. I mean, I wish the clip was a little longer. To be honest, just a little longer. Just to show you, like, the victimhood mentality. And everybody has it. There's a lot of whites that are playing victim now. Oh, we being harassed by the blacks. We being stared at by the blacks. Right? This is how a lot of whites look at blacks. Very fearful, subservient to blacks, pandering to blacks. You know, just to be a part of the crowd, they don't give a shit about you. Just so they can spread their political agenda. Just so you can get false promises. And then these will be the people that point out the devil, which is the white man to them, and pretty much everything, anything and everything. They don't have power over blacks, but yet we as blacks are products of white supremacy. Make it make sense. Absolutely despicable. Terrible talking points. Terrible argument. But just a great train wreck. Brought to you by Jesse Lee Peterson. Now we got please act right. All right. Question of do women think logically? Let's find out. 
men are so superficial. Would you date a guy that's shorter than you? Absolutely not. I'd at least 6'2". <laughs> at least 6'2". Yeah. How tall are you? 5'5". 5'5". 6'2". 5'5". Men are superficial. You heard it. You heard her say it. Matter of fact, let's bring it back again. Fuck it. Who cares? Y'all gotta hear that again. Would you date a guy that's shorter than you? Absolutely not. 6'2". At least 6'2". Yeah. How tall are you? Men are so superficial. Would you date a guy that's shorter than you? Absolutely not. I'd at least 6'2". At least 6'2". Yeah. How tall are you? 5'5". Five, 5'5". Five. Five, five. Yeah. So 6'2". Six, 6'2", oh, yeah. bare minimum. Yeah, I just like tall dudes. So she says men are superficial. Then she turns right around and says something superficial. Definition of superficial. Existing or occurring at or on the surface. So wouldn't you... They're very, like, like she's childlike. Like she doesn't understand what she's even saying. She's just saying it. She, I don't even think she really understands what she's saying and how she contradicted herself legitimately within five seconds. She, she legitimately contradicted herself in less than five seconds. Isn't that amazing? Choosing a man based on his height make her superficial. Man is like the kettle calling the kettle a kettle. If you're going 50-50 with a man, breaking your back to bring you a half of the bills while still having to spread your legs like a banana and emotionally satisfy him, yeah, it's time. You can't be with a man who can't provide a kitchen for you to bake a cake in. It's time for you to upgrade. Take High Value Woman 101. If you as a woman have to break your back just to come up with your 50%, sounds like you need that man's 50%. If you're breaking your back to come up with 50%, then what are you going to do without his 50% if he leaves? She said, take a high-value course 101. Are you going to teach her how to make more money? Yeah, go ahead, ladies. Take her course. The only thing she's going to do is teach you how to stay single. I just want to... <laughs> Don't you just love it when they do all the work for you? I mean, she just, you know what? Never mind. Just go to the next clip. Would you feel like you were settling if they had a nine to five job? I would feel like I was settling if they weren't walking in their purpose and fully fulfilled. Okay. That sounds good. And if they could not maneuver to my lifestyle. So if you have a nine to five and you love your job, you're happy, but you can never travel with me, you got to ask your boss if you could call off. We're just, that's not for me. That's understandable. But if you have your nine to five and you're like miserable and that's not your purpose, that's also not for me. Okay. If you're miserable, you should upgrade yourself and get a better job that follows your purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I need somebody that loves what they do and they're walking in their purpose, whether it's so when we say nine to five, like I, we're not we're not shaming everybody that gets up at nine in the morning that gets off at five, right? You better not because those are the people that keep this world moving. It's more. And in all actuality, these people are really just characters. They do the same shit. Most of the people who talk the way that they talk, I mean, some guys they talk the way that they talk. Uh, they say the ham and eggers, guys like that, guys who. I'm not going to mention any names, but those type of guys and some of those guys, some of those guys who talk like that, you know, normies, this and that, they are normies. They have normie nine to fives. They're trying to do what every other person's trying to do, which is get through the day, get through the week, get through the fucking year. All right. That's it. 
That's all. But when you have these women, it's theater, it's cosplay to them. They go online and act like somebody that they're not, right? So now you go online as a woman. You don't have shit. You have a body. You have a face. You have some tits and ass. So you have access, or at least some women, they have access to certain things that other women don't have access to. Now, even those women who have this access, they don't become responsible wives. They don't come, they don't become trustworthy spouses. They become women that go out there, look for the next man, monkey branching, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They're looking for the next best thing. And a lot of them don't find essentially what they want because they've had too much to even have the ability to pair mind. Oh, like uh, like a, a minimum to lower wage is, is it just about wage? It has anything or is to do with finances. No, it has to do with purpose. It has to do with lifestyle. So, remember what she said. It has to do with purpose and lifestyle. Nine to five is not a is not a tax bracket. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. No, I think, oh, okay. I think for sure. Low, so, so you can work for FedEx if it's listen. Nine to five is a means to an end heard it from me first right a nine to five is a means to an end most people who have traditional nine to fives either they have a skill set that puts them there or they're just trying to get through the week it's basic work it's decent money whatever excuse you can come up with it's nothing if it if it's a mindset it's only sort of a uh uh, sort of this hypnotic slash robotic motion. A nine to five is a hypnotic slash robotic motion, meaning it's something that you're used to doing. It's usually just a routine, whether it's just to drive to work or the actual work that you have to do, you know what I mean, on the clock. You see what I'm saying? Like the whole mindset thing, when you live your job, it's either a passion, it's either something that you've dreamed of doing that you are happy to do and you live that lifestyle of what you do at work, or it's something that you're not necessarily fond of, but you're paid decent money or you have a skill set to where you get more money because of your skill set and it's worth staying where you're at. It's not a mindset. Don't let these women fool you because the women who sit back and they talk about, you know, in a lot of situations, they'll sit back, they'll talk about how, you know, great their careers is, great their jobs is. Like, they're not talking about that 24 7 and there's not a large percentage of women who understands that there is no wage gap it's a it's more of a work gap wage gap doesn't exist it's it's the jobs that require a bit more physical labor whether it's heavy lifting or whether it's true dirty work, sewage work, a lot of women are just not going to be working those jobs to make that money. Some of them climb corporate, they become an anomaly, but it's actually like not a good anomaly. They're just a woman who makes a lot of money, in which I've said time and time again, it does not um, attract a man. Um, He may respect that, He may be impressed in that way that he respects that, you know, a woman can, you know, get to a point to where she's at, you know, no handouts, no help, no nothing like that. But that's very uncommon. All right. Not all, not all, not all, but most is due to how she looks. Right. What she can offer as a woman, especially in a relationship, what she can offer outside of 
physical, right? Um, personality traits, things of that nature, which most women lack. Not all, not all, not all, but all, not all, not all, but most. And like I said, that that needle in the haystack search for these guys who who want to find you know committed women. They may have, you know, God forbid that they grew up in a two family household and, you know, they may be at the the age of wanting to find a woman and they don't want to go through, you know, pretty much the online strip club, which is tender and all these other all these other things. And they're going to have a hard time. A lot of those guys are going to get fucked over. And they come in with good intentions because they were raised in a two-parent household, family that gave a shit about them. You know what I'm saying? He wants that. He wants to create that because he's experienced that with another woman and bring a child to this world, et cetera, et cetera, right? What what happens at the end of all this? You ever wonder? The guys who genuinely believe that they are with a woman that they can trust a woman that they can support a woman that relies on him and even at times when things are harsh he can rely on her that doesn't exist today those guys they're learning about it but they're learning about it a little too late it's a little too late <clears throat> By the guys, by the time these guys learn about it, they're in the divorce courts. By the time these guys learn about it, you know, they're dealing with child support payments. By the time these guys know about it, they're being cheated on, lied to, gaslit, and to the extreme, they're being lied to and they're just cucks. They're cucks in their relationships, they're cucks in their marriages, they let their women run all over them, run with whoever, do whatever. Y'all in a relationship, but every Friday she's going out clubbing. See, shit like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> and what are guys doing? Guys guys are actually being... Um, I would say guys are more or less being looked at as pawns. To women. In the same way that how a lot of guys would look at a nine to five, that's how women look at guys as a nine to five. Just a means to an end. It'd be like it'll be a guy, it'll be a guy who's not making enough money or a guy who isn't making any money. Right. But he has some looks that attract a woman. So the woman will give him all of the attention that he thinks is good. But she's running game. She ain't really doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? She's running game, making him believe that, you know, this woman could be a possible match. But with how everything is going today, that woman that he's putting everything into, you know, she can be on Tinder on the side. She can still she can still be with, you know, some of her bitter girlfriends that just sit around and talk bad about men. She knows not to introduce or even mention the man to the girlfriends because as soon as she does that, they're going to get to um, investigating. That's all these women do. They come up with dirt. You know, what I mean, they spy on the guy. Sometimes, not all, but some of them come up with accusations. You know, they come up just to try to ruin a relationship. Because single women keep women single. So they're just bitter. Anytime, like, a friend, like, a circle of female friends, anytime where, like, one one woman gets into a relationship, it'd be one woman that gets into the relationship out of the circle of friends. All of those friends are going to criticize the man. They're going to come up with any excuse to get this woman to leave the man. Because, you know, 
women are, are chatty like that, so they, they stay around one another. They stay around one another and talk about nothing. Or they talk about nothing or they talk about everything, which in return is nothing. They're all just thoughts. Thoughts are just nothing. You know, thoughts of women are just filled with imagination, hope. You feel me? Like, they're not they're not necessarily looked at as voices of reason <clears throat> in a lot of circumstances. You see what I mean? So when all these women get around one another and that friend goes over, God forbid, she probably has she probably has the guy with her. And she's telling the guy, all right, just be cool, be cool. And the guy's looking at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, these are my friends. I'm like, all right. I don't want nothing to do with these raggedy bitches. Right? Like, that's just, like, guys, guys are so uh, against the grain with this shit, right? Where it's like, I don't give a shit about your friend. Right? Bitches, 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 friends mean me absolutely nothing to me, bro. Bitches, friends means absolutely nothing to me. Because I already know if I'm fucking with a bitch, if I'm fucking with a bitch, she going to have two or three friends trying to get the bitch away from me. That's a, that's a fact, regardless of how I come. Oh, I'm charming. I'm Oh, he's too charming. Oh, I'm friendly. I'm considered. Oh, he's too friendly. That's how bitches do it, man. You know it. I know it. We all know it. Not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. What, what else, what else can you really say? Right? You get to a point. It's like, I think most guys get to that point. It's like, soon as a woman's friends get involved, you know, some bullshit is going to come up. There's going to be, all of them are going to be cock blockers. There may be one or two that you're actually cool with. Like they don't, they don't bother you, but they be the ones to talk shit behind your back. They'll put a bug into the bitch's ear, having her think that you're talking to somebody else and your girl is mad at you for no reason. You can't figure it out because it's her fucking retarded ass friends throwing out speculation and bullshit. I said it was great. You can work with Fred, Fred Fex if you feel like that's truly your purpose, and if you can be like, if I call you tomorrow, like, babe, we're going to London, come on. And of course, she had to mess it up. What person that has a nine-to-five job, including working at FedEx, where they can just drop everything and take time off to travel to the other side of the world? She'd been better off if she just said, nope, I can't date a nine-to-five working man. She was trying not to make herself look. There it is. Good job. Good assessment. That's all it is. Yeah, she would just be better off saying that, you know, for what she has. And she could have made it sound good for what she's had, what she's worked for. She couldn't see herself with a nine to five guy. That's all she would have to say. But no, this is theater, guys. Like I said, this is cosplay. Right. These harlots can go on here and act like housewives by saying that she would date a nine-to-five person. I'm telling you, some of these young folks that make money online, it has just made them completely unreasonable. I just started. I never had an orgasm until this year in my life. And of course, she's going to blame it on the man. All right, hold up one second. Hold on. One second. Here's the definition of stallion. An uncastrated adult male horse. An uncastrated adult male horse. Megan, the uncastrated adult male horse. That's what stallion is. It's a male horse. Just something to point out. Who knows? Just saying. You know. (laughs) 
So why would you keep lying and pretending like you got it when you didn't? How about just tell them what it takes for you to get it? Alright, so there's two ways of looking at this. Number one, women fake orgasms in a way that men fake relationships. Cause when a man fucks, he's he's busting a nut. Alright. Man's gonna bust a nut. So, you know, when it comes to sex, especially with a woman. That you don't really take seriously, like your performance doesn't even matter. Like, what is what are you what are you performing for besides just getting a nut off? Women are the ones who, and the, and the one the women who who are more of the wear and tear type bitches, like the women who've been ran through, they have more requirements, right? They'll add more inches, and that just kind of gives you the indicator of the type of women that you will potentially deal with. Okay, just just remember that. Oh yes, they do care. Don't believe me? Tell a man that you've been sleeping with on the regular. That if he doesn't make you get it, but show him how to make you get it, that you're never gonna sleep with him again if you don't get it. And watch him put in overtime trying to make you get. I doubt that, sir. That's how you create simps, servants. Once she gets control of sex, you as a man, you really don't have any purpose. That would be the relationship where she decides to run off on you. Or better yet, she sees you as so weak that she'll try to initiate an open relationship. Unless, of course, he doesn't care anything about you at all. But let's see what this young lady has to say about it. Here's my thing. Ladies, you really cannot get upset with men about not pleasing you in the bedroom if you're faking it. You cannot sit up there moaning and groaning and then later on be like, well, he doesn't care if I orgasm or not. He thought you did. You're mad at him for not pleasing you, but yet you told him that he pleased you. Like, make it make sense. Let him know what you like and what you don't like. If he cannot take that constructive criticism, he probably is somebody you shouldn't even be sleeping with in the first place. Y'all be. And that's another thing I disagree with. Because you've had all of this sexual history to where you know what makes you orgasm, right? For you to just assume, just saying, that the guy cares enough about you to do everything that you ask him to do sexually. And a lot of you women can't even cook or clean anything without complaining and mentioning sexism. I want nothing to do with it. I got my nut off, so you know, go back to the last motherfucker who 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 gave you that experience. I got my nut. I don't give a shit. Years deep into a relationship, complaining yes. how he's bad yes. in bed, but yet you haven't taken the time to let him know what it is that you like so that he can be good in bed. He can't read your mind, so how is he supposed to know? Stop faking it. For one, it's childish, and two, it's never gonna get no better. Exactly. Thank you for clarifying that, young lady. Studies have shown that black women are the highest paid and the most educated. I myself graduated with my associate's degree at 18 and graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. I live on my own, have my own car, make about 70000 a year, and don't have any kids. On Korean Polar, women look up for love, while men look down for love. Women are extremely attracted to men whose car is up, money is up, height is up, body count up, mental strength up, age up, masculinity up, and physical strength up. Men are extremely attracted to women whose car is down, money down, height down, body count down, age down, masculinity down, physical strength down. So all that bull. You just rumbled off. Makes you extremely unattractive. So my question is, do you want to be the man or do you want to be the woman? Good question. I know. (laughs) So tell me more about yourself. So for starters, I cook. Okay, chef. My mama raised me right, so I clean. Okay. And I am extremely loyal, if I do say so myself. I appreciate the same, you know. Oh, (laughs) oh. Beta, beta. (laughs) 
We all know that that's unrealistic. Soon, soon as a bitch would say something like, for example, um, as soon as a woman goes along with the fact that a guy says he cooks, he cleans, he's raised, he's he's either he's either looked at, raised as a mother. Right. She's raised as a she's raised or he's raised by a mother that's caring and considerate. That's going to turn a woman off. Unreal. Realistically speaking, she ain't going to go along with that. If anything, in her head, she says, OK, I got one beta male provider. I found them. I got one. Other than that, come on, man. This is all bullshit and capery. It's not full of guys that just want to and... Oh, oh no, you... By the way, the young lady in this video, this is her TikTok page, admitting that women will pass up a good guy for a bad guy. <laughs> Focus right here. Focus right here. I got what you need. I got what you need. Listen, um, uh, I like to travel. I'm well-traveled. I'm well-cultured. Um, listen, uh, if a man has to go through like his list of accolades to impress a woman, you should already know what it's hitting for. So I want people to pay attention to something, right? Society will tell you that this guy who is speaking is a good man, and he's not. He's weak because he's doing everything to impress and, and appease a woman. A, a man is what a man is, right? Meaning a man needs no makeup. A man needs nothing. All right. Whether a bearded man, clean shaved man, a man is a man. No extra um, accessories are needed. Um, there's no, like I said, no, no foundation, no concealer, no eyeliner for some, you know, couple of, uh, Rock and rollers, they they do all that crazy shit. Eyeliner, paint their nails, shit, weird shit like that. But hey, man, to each his own. Um, but men, for the most part, yeah, we don't need that. We are what we are. So a woman who's into us, they're going to be fascinated with us more than we're fascinated with them. If we're more fascinated with them, some of these women are going to look at that as a red flag. All right? Only the real can relate. That's all I'm going to say when it comes to that. Only the real can relate. You know what? You, you're, you're great. Uh, you're so good. Um, but um, I'm a go. <laughs> see? That's what the problem is. You don't see what's good right in front of you. Funny. Not funny. It's not funny, but it's not funny for, for, for some of the reasons that people may not think. Number one, I don't feel sorry for those men. Because like I said, they're not they're not bettering themselves for themselves. They're bettering themselves to appease a woman. And because of that, they're gonna be lost in the judgment, emotion, and thought of a woman. Just just how it was illustrated in that little sketch, you know, that guy, uh, pretty much most likely raised in a single mother household, right? Learned how to cook and clean, probably from his mother. Um, probably just as just as emotional. Just as problematic, loves gossip, loves drama, just like the mama. You know what I'm saying? Loves gossip and loves drama, just like the mama. Despicable. Right? Is this it? Oh, okay. I'm guessing this is a, a text or, um, you know, something that I can't read because I have the audio version. Fair use. Where's time? Fellas, you're reaching for a soda. She thinks you're reaching for a phone and she snatches it before you do. In this situation, what do you do? A, just act like nothing happened. B, ask her what does she have to hide in her phone for the reason that she grabbed it? Or C, finish your meal, then get up, 
walk away and never see her again. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we'll just stop it there. All right. So, geez. I think, I think the issue is, I don't have thought, so I'm just going to think about it. I think the main issue here is, when it comes down to it, um, women are always going to have a position even the the average below average women they're always going to have a higher placement in society because there's more desperate men that would want them than any desperate women that would talk to swipe to or communicate with an average guy i want you guys to pay attention to what i just said the average and below average women, of course, have more access, right? They have more access to um, reasonable above average guys, but these above average guys usually sleep with them and they don't have relationships with them. Those women, a woman who's, say, a five- who sleeps with an eight, she's going to feel that she's entitled to an eight in a relationship when she only had an eight for a one night stand. She just haven't put two and two together yet. But the average man is seen as unattractive or is seen as the invisible man, right? And so his his only option, if he even cares to better himself for women, which I don't, I I don't subscribe that. Better yourself for yourself, you're going to automatically get to a better place. If you're eating better, if you're exercising, if you're doing better. If you're around better people or if you're just good and comfortable in your own company, you're going to be better off. Right. Less drama, less BS, less care about what the next person's going through. And I think I mentioned this before with social media and how social media can be that like it's a device, but it's it's of distraction most of the time. You go on social media and you're worried about someone else's thoughts, someone else's emotions. And some of those emotions have nothing or have no effect or nothing to do with you. But because you're lost in thought, you're lost in emotion, you're lost in everybody else's thought and emotion. Now you're trying to figure out, you know, what what would be you know, the better option for you, right? Or is that sort of like, not even crossroads, it's like a fork in a road because there's multiple directions, you know, multiple directions to go in life. It's not just two directions. I mean, it's two directions in the terms of, you know, spiritual, sure. But, you know, on a worldly, in a worldly fashion, there's different, you know, paths, different roads, I always looked at when most of these women talk about like relationships or when more and more women are older and they're talking about how they regret what they did in their 20s and things of that nature. It's really just a pat on the back for me because I've been talking about this shit for years before these videos even became more of a thing where it was just consistently brought out weekly. It's only going to get worse. The reason why a lot of content creators 
and a lot of those who talk about these situations mention 2030 and 46% of women being sexless or not sexless, um, single and childless is to say, uh, and it's funny because they're not going to be sexless. Oh, they ain't going to be sexless. They may be childless. They may be quote unquote single or that's how they post it. But she's still going on dates. She's still racking up bodies. And she's still trying to find that perfect man, the Prince Charming. She ends up running into a, a tender swindler who finesses her, finesses her out of pussy, all types of shit. You know what? I don't feel sorry for them women. I'll tell you that right now. And, you know, that may sound bad. I just don't feel sorry for those women. Because it's like they went along with it, right? Proving the point that what most guys talk about, like their base is strictly materialistic when it comes to a man and what he can provide more than who or what the man is. Immediately, what can he provide? Is he taking me out? Are we going here? Is he paying? You know, you know how these bitches are. Not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. Um, <laughs> it is what it is, man. But I think I'm getting ready to wrap this episode up. I'm going to make sure I have this uploaded directly after I finish this. So that can be out of the way. And so that what I do tonight will most likely be uploaded tomorrow morning. But as I always say, it is now the middle of another day. It's 12.08 for me right now. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.